Did you just moon your sister? No. Kind of. You know what? Randy Moss did that one time, pretend to pull down oh, his yeah. pants, and I he got that. fined big time. Yeah. There was another player in football that celebrated like like pretending to poop on the field. It's quite strange. Why don't you celebrate more on the soccer field? Because I don't score the goals. If you did, when you do score a goal, when? Because you do generally score a goal season. I have won the season already. Oh yeah, you do already. Dang it. That's my really, one. You didn't really celebrate. No, because we were up eight zero. It would have been mean to celebrate. Yeah. But what if you just like pretended to poop out the soccer ball? Okay. Okay. Did you know we were recording? Yeah. How'd you know? Because the Cause way I talk. The, yeah. <laughs> I have a very distinct. Uh, we're podcasting now. Voice. I actually think it's my the same voice as my teacher voice. To be honest. I don't know. So, you know, you're gonna be in my class next year, maybe. Yeah. So get ready to hear this voice a lot. Okay. Sometimes I even get out the mic. Does I have a mic in my classroom? And there's speakers in the ceiling. And I talk to him like this. Really quiet. But really slow. And purposeful. Is this cool? Will this help you learn? Or will this make you fall asleep? Two plus Neither. two equals chair. Did you believe me? You can say anything if you say it like that, though. The Chiefs will win the World Series. See? Now it's true. All right, let me try it again. You're listening to Pukas, Picks, and Kicks. That was nothing like I thought. pretty good. Was it, though? Probably. Good enough? Yeah. I like I can deal with good enough. I'm the dad, but I'm the boss. Alright, go ahead and uh, introduce the show. Uh, Puka's Picks and Kicks. Well, pretend like... I didn't say go ahead and introduce the show and just, you know, don't just say the name, like, introduce it. This is yeah. Lucas Face and Cakes. You see how much difference that this is makes? There we go. There we go, man. That was good. You're getting better at this. You just got to add more this is to things. Um, Let's see. How, how's your life these days, Pook? Going good? Yeah. How's Thanksgiving? Good. Do, do you have any, was there anything that happened at Thanksgiving that you'll never forget for the rest of your life? Probably not. <laughs> you don't know what you'll forget. Well, hey, we had a pretty big weekend, though. Yeah. You know, we had family come up. Yep. You know, and uh, it's pretty nuts. We rec- Who's texting you? I'm going to go on do not disturb. <laughs> okay, gosh. Who was it? Was it who I think it is? It was three people. Three people are texting you? Yeah. At the same time? Yeah. I don't she- think that's happened to me since, like, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Two of them are on Instagram. So. Well, that's... You can text on Instagram? Yeah. Oh. Gosh. Instagram is so Like confusing. DMs. Oh. Hey, you know what's kind of funny about Instagram? You got so, it. No, well, kind of. You found an Instagram account that I think I made on accident one time. I think there was once upon a time there was like something I wanted to watch, and I had to like sign up for Instagram to see it, because that happens sometimes. Yeah. And so I probably did that like in a weird thing. But I changed my name, because it was just like, what was it like? R.C. Anthony. It was just boring, right? Mm-hmm. So I changed it to R.C. Ant Dad. Yeah. I was going to just do Ant Dad, but that was already taken. Funny thing, Dakota, she saw that. She she saw me on Instagram or whatever. I liked the Ant Pod underscore studio. And you should too, by the way, if you're listening to this on Instagram. And um, she thought it said R. Can't Dad. Can't, Dad. That's pretty funny. <laughs> okay. I'm going to keep it. Strange. You don't think that's funny? It's strange. It's strange. So we, as I was talking about before, before I got distracted by myself, um, we had like a podcasting marathon. It was pretty nuts. I wanted to give you props for stepping up. 
Because it was mostly your uncle and I that like did the marathon, but you and your cousin and your sister, you guys came through big for us, doing another show on your off day. So we recorded four shows of a brand new Ant Pod Studio show called. Do you remember the name of it? Because the my other host on that show does not know the name of the Dad show. Dad Protocol nailed it. The Dad Protocol. And so be sure to check that out. Right now we have a trailer that you can listen to to really get a good taste of what we're hoping the show continues to be moving forward. Um, it's only on Spotify right now because Apple Podcasts is being a beep. They're being a pain. So I'm, I'm kind of wrestling with them right now. I got like a snarky email back from Apple Podcast. Um, I hope you hear this, Apple Podcast. You're on my poop list. Anyways, check out that show. It's pretty fun. Um, it will be released. We recorded four episodes in one day, and we'll release one episode every two weeks. We have to do it that way because Uncle Chris lives like a thousand miles away. It's not that it's the, far. I don't How far is Probably it? Probably a hundred. No. Yes. Okay. It's closer to a hundred. But it is not Okay, 100. like 200. It's like 250 or something. Okay. It's like 230. You just doubled your answer. It's way better than yours. Okay. So? A thousand's like Florida. I don't think that's true, but... It's closer. I don't know, to, man. And Prosser, probably. Okay, yeah, probably. Anyways, Puka's always right. And since Puka's always right, let's go into our picket segment. We'll try to do the picket segment a little quicker than normal because we have a really big show planned. Um, so who, well, who was the most surprising or impressive win last week? In last week was week twelve of the NFL. The Packers over the Lions yeah. on Thanksgiving Day. I think we're going to end up talking about the Packers quite a bit this show, okay? Because we we play the Packers this week. We do, and we might have to call and like prank your uncle because he's a huge Packer fan. Okay, Uncle Chris. Yeah. You know him, I the guy that was here for a day yeah. before podcast together. Gotcha. I was making sure if you're tracking. All right, uh, that was pretty surprising. Yeah. Or I, you could also put that in disappointing loss because the Lions really pooped the bed. But who is your most disappointing loss? The Seahawks versus 49ers. Yeah. Losing 31-13. Like if they would have won, then they're tied with the 49ers. They don't. They lost to the Rams twice, so they wouldn't have had the. The Ty- like tiebreaker, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it still would have helped them a lot. But now they're six and five and may not make the playoffs if the Packers win like two more, and if the Vikings win one, then they're out of the playoffs. I'm starting to figure out your disappointing picks and how, what you think about it. It's not necessarily that they lose when you think they should have won; it's that they lose way worse and they get kind of blown out in a game where they should have at least been competitive, right? I like that. I like that. I think that's thinking outside the box. Who Who is the most impressive individual offensive performance? There's a few, even a few quarterbacks, but I picked Dak Prescott. Yeah, you picked the guy I had in Pickers. Yeah. Thanks for the props there, man. I won't tell you how Pickers went yet. I have good news and bad news with Pickers. That makes no sense. Yeah, it, it does make sense. There can no. be good news and bad news. You'll no. see. You'll see. We're still in Pickett. Uh, most impressive individual defensive performance. It was Packers defensive lineman Rashawn Gary yeah. with three sacks and two forced fumbles to help the Packers win win the upset. Now, you at home, you might be thinking that we missed an obvious choice with defensive, but that was purposeful. We are going to talk about Bland in a different segment. Parker doesn't know how yet, but I'm in charge of Pickett and Pickett this week, and it has to do with the defensive performance of Deron Bland, fifth pick six. This season? Yeah, made NFL history. He was the obvious choice of the defensive performance of the week, but we didn't go that route. We thought that the Packer the Packer win was a pretty big win. Um, I like your pick, and it's going to help me use Deron Bland in a different segment. Let's look ahead to this next week of the NFL, week 13. Lucky number 13. Pick it or kick it. 13 is an unlucky number. Pick it. Like Friday the 13th. It's unlucky? Yeah. Okay. I kind of like 13. It's like my high school number backwards. So it's got to be good. Actually, my high school number backwards, I guess, was... Oh, my God. I-E. Because they turned into letters. Yeah, yeah. Back. Okay, gotcha. All right. Most interesting or important game in week 13? 49ers versus Eagles. They Ooh. are arguably 
the two best teams in the NFL yeah, with the with the two best argument. defenses. Yeah, I tend to forget that the NFC exists sometimes. My the game that I kind of thought you might pick is and would be shocking. And I'm glad you didn't. But Broncos Texans, mm-hmm. just because who thought at the beginning of the season that that game would matter? Yeah. And now it really does. It matters for that that playoff race. So I think I'm going to be play, paying attention to that game because the NFC is just kind of in the side view for me. I don't, I'm not a huge NFC watcher. Um, least interesting game next week. Panthers versus Bucks. They're bad. yep. They're just both going nowhere. How many times have you picked the Panthers? It's the least interesting game this season. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, they just fired their coach. Yeah, that makes sense. I have a pick and a kick about which coach you think is going next because. I heard that the coach, like, purposefully chose Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud when, like, C.J. Stroud was, like, supposed to get picked and was talking to other people on the Panthers. Okay. Now, a lot of people had Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud, like a lot of media people. So it's kind of sad to see those same people, like, blame the coach, the guy that had to make the decision when they really thought the same thing. You see that kind of all the time, which is a bummer. But, hey. Coaches, they get paid big money, and general managers, they get paid big money to do that job. So, you know, when they when they win, they get the accolades. When they lose, get out of here. Who's your lock next week? The Dolphins versus the Commanders. How many times you picked against the Commanders? A few. Every week? No. Last week? last week. And last it worked week. 45 okay. to 10. All right, so you go Dolphins over Commanders. I think that's a pretty safe lock. But who knows? It could be a jinx. You never quite know these days. Jinxes are hi- hiding everywhere. So. Um, who goes off this week? Uh, I have C.J. Stroud against the Broncos. Go off? Yeah. Broncos have a decent defense. Even though they got scored 70 on. So I'm going to take C.J. Stroud, who's been... Even though he lost last week, he still did really good. And now I think that he'll be... He needs to like win this game to get a good playoff I really spot. hope you're right. And he like... So he's going to be like fired up. And his like rookie wide receiver with him, Tank Dell... Yeah, they've been talking about how those two could be like the best rookie quarterback and wide receiver, one of the best of all time. What would be a second? Do you even know? I have no idea. That's worth researching, man. That's worth coming back next episode and going. That would be a really cool segment idea. That's a cool talk. That's a cool point you just made. Um, who is the upset? Who's on upset alert? The I got the Rams over the Browns because the Browns lost okay. twelve to nine, twelve to twenty nine, seventeen loss against the Broncos last week, and the Rams beat the Cardinals by, like, 20 or something crazy. So I think the Rams could take an upset. I like that pick. I got nothing to add. Uh, who is in serious trouble? It could be a coach, a team, or a player. I have Bill Belichick because the, oh, yeah. the like Patriots that. are like, what are they, 2-9, and 1-9 yeah, or something? I love it. Yeah, do you put Bill Belichick on the hot seat more than Mac Jones? Mac Jones is already out already. Oh, yeah. He got benched last year. Do game. you think he's out for good? Maybe. Do we ever see Mac Jones, the chosen starter of a football team? Like maybe he's a backup somewhere and then the first string. I'm not talking that. I'm talking beginning of the season, a team looks at Mac, Mac Jones and says, that's our guy. I don't think so. Unless it's the Jets over Zach Wilson or something. Okay. I really hope that Mac Jones joins the Cowboys. Because he need to have Mac Jones on the same team as Aubrey. And Aubrey, our my daughter, favorite food, mac and cheese. <laughs> Perfect world. <laughs> Is that a stretch? <laughs> okay. Okay. Who knows? Then I could get one of those, like, halvesy jerseys, like, like the Kelsey mom wears, but it could be like mac and cheese and Aubrey. And I could give it to Aubrey for Christmas or something. Always thinking. All right. Report card. We had a lot of really good picks, a ton of really good picks, actually. Uh, you picked Henry to go off, and he had his second-highest fantasy game of the season. I'd call that a successful, successful pick there. Your lock won. Upset was so close. Your upset was really close. You picked the Bills over the Eagles, and to be honest, they should have won. They just couldn't figure it out at the very end. I had some decent picks. I picked uh, pretty much everybody I picked on kickers was a win. Yeah. You know what our jinxes were? What? We didn't have one. Oh, that's good. Our picks were so good, we didn't jinx anybody. Everything we said last week happened, almost down to me predicting the Chiefs score. 
let's go straight into pickers. We take turns picking a quarterback, wide receiver, running back, tight end, kicker, defense, and if we have picked it in a previous week, we cannot pick it again. Okay, first of all, we got to give a score update. Um, this is the good news, bad news situation. The good news is, for the first time since we've been playing this game, you scored over 100 points. Nobody has scored 100 points up until this. And then you beat me still. You scored 103. And then I scored 143. Ah. I almost tripled my score of last week. And uh, and 143 doesn't sound too crazy if you're thinking a full fantasy team, but we only have one receiver, one running back, right? So I had Prescott, 40 points, DJ Moore, 22, Pacheco, 26, Laporta, 17, Miami defense, 29. Like, it was a nuts game. And you had a great picks too, though. It's just that... Come on, you had that second highest score ever, and you lost. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> so I am up in the totals, five to two. I'm starting to run away with it here. You could still catch. I think there's six weeks left, and we'll do something like this in the playoffs too. Whenever when we get to the playoffs, we like all everybody comes back, and you can pick. What if every week of the playoffs you could pick from anybody? That would be fair, I think, mm-hmm. because you know. Not all the teams play, obviously. So, yeah, we'll do that. That'll be fun. Uh, we got to earn it, though. we got to get there. And what if the playoffs, the weekly playoffs, are worth two points? You're still in this, man. Don't give up. All right. I'm going to go. Now, I'm going to start picking the players that I'm most worried about you taking. That's really all I'm thinking about. Because my quarterback, you've already taken. My receiver, you've already taken. The guy, I'm mostly worried about my tight end. Is that weird? Because we're running out of tight ends here. And I don't have a backup. So I'm going to go Evan Ingram, Jacksonville tight end. Sort of a weird, he's probably the first time he's ever been picked for a team since like high school. First, you know, first pick for a team. But I'll go Evan Ingram and uh, he. I just need a freaking tight end and we're running out. Who do you got? Jaguars defense. Oh, we're both going two Jaguars. It's the Bengals. Give me your best Jaguar noise. Um, that was good. I loved it. That was confused Jaguar. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go running back. I'm going to go, well, oh, crap. Rams running back. Shoot, it auto-corrected. It says Karen. I know that's not his name. He might be a Karen. Kyron Williams. So he uh, missed four games, but last week he came back hot and almost got 40 fantasy points. So I'm going to pick him to get me some of them fantasy points. Karen. <laughs> every every good fantasy team has a Karen. All right, what do you got? Puka Nakua at Ooh. wide receiver. Awesome. I'm going to go Dicker the Kicker because all my other picks are players that you've already taken in previous weeks. So I'm locked up with my all my number one guys again. Dicker the kicker, because I need a kicker, and Dicker's a funny name. Kicker is just like a stupid guess. Honestly, I wouldn't be sad if we just got rid of it in this game. No, no. It's, it's just kind of like, one time your, your kicker got you 21. Yeah. In fact, kicker is the only position last week that you beat me. Yeah. By one. Yeah. All right. Who you got? Dolphins kicker. Yeah. That's the guy that last week I thought you picked, and then I made a fool of myself on the show, but hopefully nobody noticed it. I won't bring it up. Wait a minute. I'm going to go... It doesn't matter now, because you can't take any of my guys. I'm going to go Tua. Tua against Washington. Dak, which just got 40 against Washington. I'm going to go... I think I'm going to pick whichever quarterbacks play Washington every week. I'm going Tua. I'm going to take Pacheco. I'm running back. I love Pacheco. He did. He is hot right now. Yeah. He's coming off the two best running games, maybe of his career. He, that's a great pick. I love that pick. Uh, watch out, Packers. Here comes Pacheco. I am going to go Keenan Allen. Uh, he's going to embarrass. Maybe it's uh, Bill Belichick's last game in New England after Keenan Allen gets some whooping his ass. I'll take Justin Herbert, the guy throwing him the ball. Good. See, we got some good thinking here. I, don't, I haven't taken Herbert yet. I just realized that. I kind of think Herbert is the most one of the most overrated quarterbacks ever. He's never done anything, and people are always talking about him as, like, an elite quarterback. He's never won a playoff game. He's rarely had a winning season. The only other quarterback that I think is more overhyped recently, Trey Lance. 
Do you remember how much Trey Lance was going to be like the next coming of quarterback? People talked about him like he was like Patrick Mahomes. Better watch out. Here comes Trey Lance. And now I don't even I can't even tell you what the heck he's doing. Is he on a football team right now? Not on the 49ers. I know he's not on the Niners. I have no idea where Trey Lance is. I think he's someone's backup. Yeah. My defensive pick is Pittsburgh against the Cardinals. And that's my team. Who's your last pick? I'm taking Sam Laporta at the Lions tight end. Yep. We are running out of tight ends, aren't we? All right. Let's lock in those picks. And next segment is... Kick it. You thought I forgot. I did. Kick it. All right. Let's see. Our kick it ideas this week. What do we got here? You just had a week off for Thanksgiving. What do you do during a week off to help you, to help make sure that you stay in shape? Or do you think in your situation, especially this year, rest is more important? I didn't do anything. I know. But, but on. Off, you often do. Like, especially during winter break, you'll you'll go out and do stuff. Yeah, it was on, because on Monday, we had practice, and, co- and our coach said, don't do anything Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Gotcha. Because we have a lot of games coming up. A lot of games. We'll talk about that next. So, he said, don't do anything, and I tried to work on my juggling on Friday, but, because Thursday was Thanksgiving, yeah. and I had school Tuesday, Wednesday, so I was busy, so then I had a little bit of time on Friday. Before, like, family came over. Family's always ruining everything. So I did that for a little bit. With Maggie out there chasing you? Yeah. How hard is it to practice soccer when Maggie is chasing the ball? It's way harder. Yeah, I know. She, like, bites in and then runs away, and I have to chase her. Yeah. <laughs> Do you still use those super flat balls that, like, Maggie has destroyed? Yeah. That's awesome. It's nuts to have six games in ten days. This weekend coming up, three games, Friday, Saturday, Sunday... Which is pretty crazy all by itself, but what makes this weekend even crazier, all three are away games. Yeah. Right? So, we live in Maple Valley, Washington, and on Friday we're going to... Do you even know? I don't even know. Don't I, know, know. I know Saturday get the car. and Sunday. Okay, so Friday we're going to Puyallup. And then you and Mom are. Seattle. Obs and I, we're going to go do other things, because you know, that's too much soccer for us. Saturday? Seattle. North of Seattle, even. Shoreline. Like, so we're going even past Seattle. Me and, you. and then... Portland. Portland. We have to be there at 9 a.m. That's crazy. Puyallup, Shoreline, Portland, away, three away games in one weekend. That's going to be nuts. I'm lucky, so I'm only going to one of the three. <laughs> I'm a bad dad, apparently. I got to tell you about the secret email we got, though. Okay. It's sort of weird. But if it's secret, are you supposed to be telling me? Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're pretty sure we haven't figured out that it's bullcrap. It means nothing. But me and mom were in a super big panic last night. And you had no idea. Was I sleeping? No, you were at soccer practice. Oh. Um, mom got an email. Actually, mom got a text about an email she didn't see from a club in Spain. Oh, am I famous? That got like... Spain the country, by the way. Yes. Not some kind of like weird city in like Georgia or Idaho. Not Spain, Idaho. Spain the country... Like saying that they saw your play in Mesa during Arizona and like wanted you to go over there to do one of their camps for 10 days. Yeah. In October next year. You would miss 10 days of school. That's okay. I don't know if it's a camp or a showcase or... We were looking into it and it it seems legit. Like this is a real thing. This is a real camp. But, like, you get the feeling that they invite. Now, you're a pretty special player. I'm not putting you down here. But you get the feeling that it's kind of a big cash grab because it is expensive as heck, as you can imagine, going on to a different country, yeah. right? And so we did a little more research, and we're pretty sure it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, it's a real thing, but they make it sound like a way bigger deal. So it's a real thing, but it's also sort of a scam. I fell for something like that one time. One time I, I wrote a poem, and I submitted it to a website. And they said, this is the best poem we've ever seen. We're putting this in a book. And then what I didn't realize, they were just trying to sell books. So what they would do is they would find these people that put writing on the internet, say, hey, we'll put this in a book if you pay for it, just for money. Hmm. It kind of felt like something like that, right? Like, yeah, come play soccer in Spain, meet everybody from around the world, which would be a cool experience. 
And we're not saying no. We, we're, we're still in the process of learning more about it. Okay. What are your thoughts? Where's Spain? Spain? It's in Europe? Yeah, but like, I, Europe's really big. It's big. It's like the biggest continent. No. It's, it's one of the... By maybe like the big. amount of countries jam-packed in there. Yeah, like where's it at? It's like lower. Like southern. India? No. Is India in No, Europe? India's in Asia. Oh. It's but like, it's at the bottom of Asia, it's, so... No, it's... What? Yeah, okay. See? But this is southern Europe-ish mm-hmm. by Italy. I could be wrong. Oh, Italy's pretty cool. I think it's next to Italy. You're not going to Italy. You're going to Spain. Yeah, but like I could walk over, um, get some pizza or something. I'm not sure how close. Who would go with me? That'd be another thing. I I couldn't do it by myself. That's way too damn stressful for me. <laughs> I'm not gonna put myself through going to a different country with you and me. We probably wouldn't make it back. I'd be in Spanish anyway. I'd be taking Spanish anyway. There you go. Oh my gosh. But the thing, like, I wouldn't want to miss it. So at the same time, it'd probably be both me and mom. And then Aubrey want to go? No, we couldn't afford to take Aubrey. So then what would Aubrey do? Go to Grammy Papa's. For 10 days? Well, I've done that before when you guys went to yeah, Hawaii. Yeah, but during the summer. It's, it's different. They still had to go to work. She's, yeah. We just went to daycare for yeah. like 10 days. I don't know. Like, sure, we could figure it out. We may have to. It's not necessarily the money we're afraid of, although the money would be it would be ridiculously expensive. But I'm okay paying for ridiculously expensive things that are really cool once in a lifetime stuff right it's more like the time of the year and like if this is just somebody trying to get our money mm-hmm. or is this like a real cool opportunity we're still in the process of figuring that out it's it's kind of neat though that we're like even having a conversation like this though, right you're famous in spain i gotta practice you're famous in spain that's kind of like, you're famous yes famous do you know if other players have gotten a similar invite? I don't know. What if like everybody on your team got the same invite? That'd be pretty cool. It's if less we all special. Went together. It would be cool. It would be fun, but it would be less special, and that means less likely that we would spend that kind of money. Yeah. You didn't even have your best game in Arizona. Yeah. I mean, you played well, but you were super banged up. Yeah. Like you played super well for being as hurt as you are, but. You're a tough guy. Played good the first game. Normal. I had some really good passes yeah. the first game. The game you so turned into that. a Parker sickle or a Puka sickle. What do yeah. we call it? You know. Ooh, we should do a Puka's picks and kicks in in Spain. Completely in Spanish. Ah, no thanks. Okay, that would be a pretty short podcast. No, those threats. That's it. That's all we know. That's... I took Spanish like a lot in high school. I took first year Spanish like three times. <laughs> Got really good at it. All right, Phoneticit. All right, you're going to do some kind of weird stuff here. Did you see this video? Now, this is kind of old. This is actually from the Eagles game two weeks ago. Did you see this video of Nick Sirianni talking some smack in the tunnel? Yeah, I'm going to try to pull it up right here. I'm actually going to play it, and we'll see if we can pick it up on the show. Did you see this video? This was after Monday Night Football with the Eagles. Let me bend my mic down and see if we see how this works. Nick Sariani walking out of the Chief game goes, I don't hear you anymore, Chief fans. See ya. After beating the Chiefs, pretty salty. Kind of immature. You would never see an Andy Reid doing that. You would never see a Bill Belichick doing that. What are your thoughts about that? Now, I thought the game ended pretty respectfully. Like, especially with the Chiefs defense on the field, I thought the Chiefs defense and the Eagles offense really showed a lot of love for each other there on the field right afterwards. Mm. You know, they were kneeling. The Chiefs weren't doing that thing where, you know, you know you're losing, but you're still going to, like, try to make something happen. You know, like you see teams do all I the time. I saw Chris Jones just, like, stand. Yeah, stand the up, start shaking hands, like, mm. while the clock's still, basically while the play's still happening. Mm. I thought that was really respectful. Um, and then, so I was really happy about how the way that game ended. And then, like, it, it was a week later that I, that I came across this video because I'm not on social media much. And oh my god, I don't hate the Eagles necessarily, but Nick Sirianni, what's wrong with you? What are we doing? What are we doing? You know what Willie Gay said about it? No. He said he just like replied to the tweet machine or something. I don't know exactly how he he said this but it was on the internet he goes dude corny as an mf'er 
And then emoji that's like crying happy face, which I don't understand how that emoji works. Is that a sad emoji or a happy emoji? Happy. It's happy? He's laughing at him. Okay, yeah. Dude corny as an mf'er. That's a great response. Not that angry response that I have. Willie Gay is like just laughing. And Willie Gay's a really funny guy. He's the juice. If you don't know Willie Gay, he is the energy of that defense, man. Always bringing it. Um, but anyways, last week against the Raiders, I predicted the score to be 31-10. You know what the score was? It was 31-17. I actually might have said 30, because I don't think I got the score exactly right. Maybe I predicted the score was 30-10. to 10, And the score was 31-17. That's pretty close. Yeah. Especially considering it looked like I jinxed the heck out of the Chiefs. Because the first quarter of that game was real bad. Yep. It reminded me of like the Denver game. Where nothing was going right. You watch it with me, right? Yeah. Yeah. It looked like the Chiefs figured it out. They won pretty easily. Mahomes looks like Mahomes again. Mm-hmm. Outside, Kelsey played really well. The defense outside of the first quarter held them to three points in the other three quarters. That's amazing. That first quarter was weird because they had a huge pass play and a huge run play. And the Chiefs haven't really been giving up big plays like that. So to give up two plays on back-to-back drives was concerning. But they got it figured out, and that's what you want to see a team do. Are the Chiefs back? Is this the Chief team that won the Super Bowl last year and can repeat? Hopefully. But what do you think? You got to pick it or kick it. This Chief team can win a Super Bowl. I wouldn't have said that last week. This week? Um, pick it. All right. Because I think this Chiefs would have beat the Eagles, who are, like, right now the best team in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, the Chiefs kind of outplayed the Eagles. Just that last drive. Just that last drive. You dropped the ball. You dropped dropped three passes on the final drive. You shouldn't win. Anyways, I don't want to talk about the Eagles anymore. Uh, Jay Watt gets a flag after his touchdown. We both looked at each other, and we're just like, we had the same reaction. Do you remember what our reaction was? I said I would have done that. Yeah. I was like, good for you, Jay Watt. Like, he gets up, and he gets right in the face of that number 41 on the Raiders, Spillane. Spillane. Yeah, he's such a... He's the type of player that if he's on your team, you love him. But if he's on the other team, you hate him. There was a guy growing up on the Raiders and the Broncos, actually. His name was... um, Was it Bill Romanowski? Let me look that up real quick. Yeah, Bill Romanowski. I got it right. This guy was kind of like that, kind of like a a bruiser in your face, kind of a douchebag, but you know if he was on your team, you'd love him. Um, Who gets your man of the match in the game against the Raiders? Oh, wait, it was Pacheco. Pacheco's a great pick. I'll take Pacheco. Pacheco's a great pick. I didn't take Pacheco. Two touchdowns. But I really like that pick. I'll take him. He helped me win some fantasy games. He helped me win pickers. Did I beat you? No. I beat you in fantasy and in pickers this week. It's not fair. Sorry. You cheating? I don't Your think team so. even like sucks. My team does suck. I'm like ninth in that league, and I beat you. I was like fourth. But I had I had Justin Fields, so I've been kind of losing a lot of games without him. But it's because Brock Purdy and George Kittle. Yeah, they they played buns. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you, Niners. Um, my man of the match is going to Rasheed Rice. I mean, you're coming off a game where nobody can catch the ball. You need a receiver to have a big game. Rasheed Rice goes out and gets a hundred yards. He has eight catches, which is his highest. It's the most catches he's had in a single game, the most yards he's had in a single game, and he had three explosive plays. I don't know how PFF defines explosive plays, but three sounds good for one game. He just This was a stat I saw for Sheet Rice that blew my mind. Hopefully it's true. It says he's been fantastic after the catch this season, averaging 8.1 yards after the catch per reception. You know where that ranks in the NFL? At what the wide receiver position? Like third? Second. Behind Hill? Probably behind Hill. I don't know who the I knew Hill was going to be ahead. And I was thinking maybe like Puka Nakua or something. Yeah, that's good. But hey, it's our guy Rasheed Rice. It looks like we found something in Rasheed Rice. He does still drop the ball every once in a while. But if you feed him enough, he's going to catch it. He's going to make something happen. Uh, One more thing we got to talk about with the Chiefs. There was another really spectacular thing that happened. In Chiefs history last week. Do you know what I'm talking about? Was it like Andy Reid getting the most wins as a Chief? Andy Reid. I got to play this this uh, locker room yeah, it's not on the speech for you. If I can find it here. 
Here's our guy. Here's what our guy Andy Reid had to say after he becomes the most winningest coach in Chief history. See if I can play. I don't really know how to play reels or stories or whatever the hell this is. You did a great job of rallying yourselves to get this thing right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This yes, sir. is so important, I can't tell you. Yeah, yeah. And then we fix this and we get, go ahead and take care of business here, get a little rest, and then we're right back on it. Right? Back to a normal week and we roll. Congratulations, though, man. Congratulations. Hey, how about those cheese? Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Oh, here comes our boy Clark Hunt. Owner of the Kansas City Chiefs with the game ball. Congratulations. Great performance today. Uh, our special head coach here right moved past Hank Scram for number one in franchise history. Woo! The only NFL coach to be number one for two different franchises. That gets his speech. Did you hear what he said there at the very end? Take a knee. Yeah, hey, let's just take a knee. It's not about Andy Reid. It is all about Andy Reid. That guy came in. You know what their Chiefs record was before Andy Reid joined the team? Um, Two and 14. Two and 14. Andy Reid and Alex Smith joined the Chiefs at the same time. And there's been no looking back. It's been a great time to be a Chief fan. I got all the love in the world for Andy Reid. Congrats, coach. Holy cow, this is going to be a long episode. It's a good episode, though, man. So let's just keep rolling. Who cares about the longness? You might have to listen to this over two days, and I might have to, I might be editing, I might be editing it well into tomorrow. But, anyways, let's, uh, I got one more fanatic thing. One more. I have two picket picket games. Can I, so I'm in charge of picket to picket this week. Can I be in charge next week, too? Sure. Save one of them for next week because it's one that's really cool. It's a batter boy Rasheed Rice, but I'm hoping that the Packer game gives us even more reason to celebrate Rasheed Rice. So let's give Uncle Chris a call because oh. we're playing the Packers this week. Okay. And so let's see what uh, what Uncle Chris has to say about now. My my brother Chris, co-host of the new podcast, The Dad Protocol, is a huge Packer fan. So the fact that our show is going to air. The day after the Chiefs and the Packers play each other means we got to we got to call and talk about this. Let's see if he even picks up. He's probably not going to pick up. He's scared. You scared, Uncle Chris? If, if he doesn't pick up, we'll just leave a really mean message. Yellow. Hold on. Is this his voicemail? Sometimes he has really weird voicemails. No, it's me. It's me. Oh. It's me. Oh. Hey, Chris, you're on the podcast. Puka Spicks and Kicks. Yeah. How about that? There we go. There we go. All right, so uh, we're pretty far into this episode, but we had to call you because the Chiefs are about to smash the Packers, and we want we want to hear what you think about that. And I can, I can talk that way now because you're across the state and you can't hurt me. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do over here? Ride a bike? You can't. You only have a car to drive over here. It's true. Too soon? No, <laughs> no, not at all. Because I've been getting jokes all day long at work. <laughs> oh, you have good friends. All right, what? What are you? Anyways, what do you guys think about the game? I'll let you guys start. Okay, well, I know you're trash talking SOBs. Now we so. t- we did talk about it a little bit. We might have even talked about it on the show. I have no idea. We recorded six hours of content in twenty four hours, so I think we talked right, about that's it. That's true. But um. I when you were hanging out that weekend, I was really concerned. I thought that the Packers sort of had a leg up because the Chiefs weren't playing well. They hadn't scored a single point in the second half of three games in a row. Like they were look, and that was usually the time that that they shined. Actually, I do remember talking about it because it didn't that match did. like the Packers' strength. I don't know. A few weeks ago, they had the fewest points a lot, or the fewest points scored in the first half in the entire league. There. 32nd but they had the most points scored in the second half and then if you look at the lions game when did they score all their points in the first half they started out fast and if they start out fast against kc like going to halftime maybe up I, i'm just reaching here but sure maybe that being up like 14 to 10 points going into the second half i think that is the only way the packers are going to win yeah because of 
they get scored against like crazy in the first half, you're not going to be able to make that up in the, the second half. They're not, gonna, not against the offense like KC. Uh-huh. But I think it is a winnable game. You are talking about the offense like like they're the dangerous side of the ball. This is a completely different team. Be. This defense is crazy good. They did allow, you know, the Raiders did start fast. They scored 14 in the first half. They had two huge plays on on uh, consecutive drives back-to-back. But you know how many points they allowed in the rest of the three quarters? I'm guessing zero. Three. Well, three. Way to shoot low and ruin my stat like a totally. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. mean, They scored 28. 28. I got your back. Yep. Three. Yeah, that's that's great. This is a good defense, man. Um, I don't know if this is a championship offense right now, but I think this defense is good enough to carry this team, and that's exciting. Well, and also I think with Casey's offense, like you said, it's probably not a championship offense at the moment, but there's one big thing wrong with the offense, and it could get fixed. It could get fixed in the next six weeks. You know, drops. Yes. Well, and you know what is crazy? This Chiefs offense is just changing. It's kind of evolving in front of our eyes. Isaiah Pacheco has had his two best games back-to-back. Like, the Chiefs are running this ball. Like, I I mean, the last time that Andy Reid had this sort of run game was Jamal Charles. Now, I'm not comparing Isaiah Pacheco to Jamal Charles. Yeah. But, like... He, over the last two games, he's putting up those kind of numbers over two games. You know, and that's the thing about the running game is you got to get the guy. Goddamn, sorry, no, you got to give the guy. You got to no. give the guy the ball. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, if you have a great running back, or you know, if you have a good running back, and you only give him the ball nine times, throw it to him twice, he has eleven touches. No, you need to feed those guys. When you, you have a guy twenty. 25 carries. It's hard you know, to... F- especially if it's working. Yeah, it's hard to find time when you got the, you know, Mahomes as well. Like, do you run the ball when, when you got Mahomes? I mean, this year, yes. And I think Andy Reid's starting to figure that out. Or Nagy or whoever's calling the plays. I just got one more thing. Okay, let's hear it. I could say you could run the ball on second down every single drive when MVS drops the ball. Here you go. You got second and ten. There MV- you go. MVS, okay, man. score predictions. Yeah, I know. Good thing about MVS, MVS, MVS had a key block that, like, you know, sprung Rasheed Rice loose for a touchdown. I mean, he's Don't always been good at doing the little things, though. My biggest issue with MVS is how much we're paying him to do little things. We're paying him a lot to throw really good blocks, you know? Yeah, we're paying him a lot to be a fullback. Exactly. All right, what are your score predictions? Score predictions. Uh, okay, uh, as a fan of the Packers... And if what happens, what I hope happens, they go up 20 to 7 at halftime, 20 to 10 halftime. I'm going to say 24 to 20 Packers. 24 to 20 is not like out of the out of the ballpark, unpredictable, like crazy. But if I had money on the game, I would, I don't have very much of it. So <laughs> like, if I had a $3 bet on the game, I would probably say KC... In the range from 33-35, Green Bay, 21-24. All right. To be honest. And that's, that's, that's a fair take. Yeah. But that's not – I hope that doesn't happen. I hope Kansas City goes down in a ball of flames. and Big balls of flames. Big red oh, Andy Reid balls of flames, baby. Too far. Man. Too far? What the heck? That wasn't too far. You've never seen Andy Reid's big balls. Well, yeah, Poop is in a room, man. He can't compete with you, though. What's too? I can barely compete. With, you keep talking over me. I can barely. You know, it's hard, man. It's hard doing a podcast without you in the room. It's hard over the phone. It is. That's why people need to listen to the Dad Protocol, because this ass face is in the room, and the podcast is really, really fun. Give it a check. Give it a listen. December fourth, episode one. I took the day off work to listen to it. I started editing that monstrosity. It's going to take me a while. All right. What do you think the score is going to be, Puka? I'm going to go 27-14 Chiefs. That's a big margin of victory. Just because Uncle Chris is here, I will take the Chiefs going 27, and I will say the Packers keep it close. They go 24. It's going to be a weird score because the Packers, they like to go forward on 
on the two point conversions. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be fourteen. It's either going to be thirteen or fifteen. Oh, weird. Uh, fifteen would be nuts. Fifteen's a weird score. But hey, who's their second receiver? Green Bay. Yeah. Who's their first? Christian Watson, I would say. Well, yeah, but uh, Romeo Dubes is having a having a fantastic year. Okay. I mean, he's a second year player. He got drafted. I think third round last year after Watson was drafted in the second round. Well, the reason why I ask is because right now, Legereus Sneed is shutting guys down. He held um, A.J. Brown to eight yards. Now, eight yards was enough to beat the Chiefs that day, but that's crazy. So Sneed could lock down. He, he's playing lockdown corner right now. He could take a guy out of the game single-handedly. Um, is he I'm, one of those guys that play one side? Um, late, yeah, like, remember no, Sherman, like he only played the left side. Um, it, of the defense. they're playing him different this year. Um, uh, you know, having a guy, uh, their young guy, 22, what's his face from Washington? I'm blanking. McDuffie. Oh yeah. McDuffie. It's like McDuff- oh, okay. because yeah. McDuffie's playing so well, it really opens things up for Snead. And Snead's actually been following following around their number one guy and locking people down. Like, like how, um, like how Darrell Revis used to do. I'm not comparing Snead to Revis, but that's the type of position he's being put into. Yeah, and, well, Green Bay, they don't have a definitive number one. If it's a third and 27, they'll probably put him on Watson because Watson's yeah. a deep threat. Exactly. Dudes is the guy that he'll get you that um, third and nine. Yep. Or that third and 27 or whatever it is, you know what I mean? I mean, I think Green Bay really has to go out fast. Yep. Start out fast. They need a 10 to nothing lead. And I, I would say the Chiefs need the opposite of that. They need to finish strong. That's what she to, said. They need to go, what? <laughs> Too far. Too far for you. Yes. All right. Anyways. It, Did he just say that's what she said? Yeah. It's worth it. I'm thinking if <laughs> if the Packers start fast and the Chiefs finish strong, we're going to have a hell of a game Sunday. That's going to make the best game. Absolutely. So, hey, hey, thanks for joining us, bro. We got a long freaking podcast, and we still got more to go. Um, what do you have to say to your uncle for joining you on your show? Uh, thanks. Right off. Thanks. He thanks, says, buddy. he you, says, thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'll, he's like, thanks. I'll be like, ah, you're welcome. Hey, wait, hold on for just a I, second. I no Ho- wait, hold on for just one second. <laughs> I hung up on him. <laughs> That's what we used to do. He's probably sitting there waiting on the other end of the phone for me. To start talking to him again. What a doofus. He's normally cooler than that. So check out the dad protocol to see how cool he is. We have a show that's almost an hour. My gosh. I ain't sleeping tonight. Um, Picket Picket. Are you ready? This is a fun one. I actually have two Picket Picket games. But because the show's already long, we're only going to do one. But we got to do it because next week it won't make as much sense. This Picket Picket is about Daron Bland. Or is it Darren Bland? I should know these things. I'm going to say Daron because that sounds cooler. So Deron Bland, he makes history with a fifth pick six this week. Five touchdowns from a defensive player. It's never happened before. First of all, possible defensive player of the year. Sure. That'll be a pick it or kick it for another day. What I'm going to use this guy, this stat for this week, do you know that he has more touchdowns than a ton of huge name offensive players? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you an offensive player. I might couple some together to make the game go faster. Mm -hmm. You're going to tell me, you're going to pick it or pick it, whether or not they have more touchdowns than five, than Deron Bland, the same amount or less. Are you ready? Let's start with Lamar Jackson. Now, not passing, because with passing, that's a little bit crazy to compare court passing touchdowns to defensive touchdowns is nuts. But Lamar's rushing touchdowns, does he have more than five? I'll say he has five less. less. I think he five. has three or four. He actually is tied. Ah, he has five. Well, so course, that's not too crazy. Of course, what a tie in the beginning. Sure, I want to throw you off. Cheating. Okay, now what about, uh, let's go Kareem Hunt. I think he has less just because he started. I know he has at least one because so, I have him in fantasy. So Kareem Hunt has more than five? five I'll say less. less. 
He actually has more. He has six. This is sorry. This game is harder than we'll I thought. Barely plays. All right. How about this? Uh, let's let's couple two players together. Maybe that'll make it easier, or maybe it'll make it harder. Who knows? What about? We'll go ahead and go passing touchdowns. Zach Wilson and Kenny Pickett. Oh, they're both playing real bad. Zach Wilson has has a couple. And I made all these pretty hard. I'll tell you, every single person on there has either six, five, or four. So it's all real close. I'm not going to give you like, oh, like uh, someone really big, like Tyreek Hill. Like, I'm not going to give you anything like that. This is supposed to be sort of hard. So I know Garrett Wilson's really good. So he probably has a few there. But at the same time, he sucks. So I'm going to go less, less. Well, it's it's actually more, but just by one. So just by one is pretty crazy, though, right? I mean, it's nuts that that's even a question that makes sense to ask. All right, let's go. Let's go some Chief players. Mm-hmm. What about Pacheco and Kelsey? Uh, I think they're tied. They are tied. Yeah, good job. Pacheco, Kelsey. Now, when I first thought of this, both had less because the scored. Cowboys played on Thursday. Right? Does that mean that Pacheco had three? Three what? Touchdown. He must have. Because then he got two. Yeah, he got two. So he just tied him. So going into that game, both Pacheco and Kelsey had less touchdowns than a defensive player. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. All right, what about Devontae Adams? Let's go. I'll give you a couple players. Devontae Adams, Hopkins, and Tyler Lockett. Well, Devontae Adams, I don't think Hopkins has that many. So I'm going to go... Neither does Tyler Lockett, I think, because DK, also on the F- offense, and their new Ninjigba, their new rookie wide yeah. receiver. So okay. I'm going to say less. You think Devontae Adams, Hopkins, and Tyler Lockett have less than five? Yeah. That's correct. Yes. Now, you mentioned Metcalf. Let's go ahead and go Metcalf. Metcalf, does he have more than five? five? I don't think so. Less I think he five? also has less. He does. He only has three. Yeah. So he actually has less than Tyler. What about your boy uh, Puka Nakua? Ooh. I know he had the most, like, catches and yards at one point, but that doesn't translate to touchdowns, but I'm going to go tied. Less. He only has three touchdowns, actually. No. Which is nuts, because you consider him having a huge, great season, but, I mean, the Rams just aren't scoring touchdowns. Yeah. Um. And uh, is there anything else that I have here? What about, um, how about Eckler, Najee Harris, and Tony Pollard? I'll go tie just because I think Tony Pollard's doing pretty good this year. Less. They only have four. It's just crazy. What about uh, Kittle and Hawkinson? No, that's. I think that's less. That's tied. But still, I mean, this game is weird, and it was way harder than I thought it would be, but I knew it would be tough. That's, like, the point of it. The whole point is to, like, say, Deron Bland is – that's a crazy thing to do. To go five defensive touchdowns, you see people who are paid to make touchdowns can't even do that or can do just that well. So that was the whole point of that game, not to trick you, not to make you look silly. It was supposed to be hard and weird. But, man, Deron Bland, good on you. Defensive player of the year. He's got stuff. Okay. Now, I had a really fun game with Rasheed Rice, but I will have to save that for another day. The last segment... Oh, man, pick it and kick it. This is usually one of our longest segments. All right, let's do this. Let's do This week, we're going to go pick it to kick it. We're only going to do sports, and we don't get to explain anything. I have one for you. Oh, sh- I made it up during the podcast. You know how hard it is going to be for me not to explain things? Okay. So, Bills versus Eagles. Was that the game of the year, at least so far? I've heard it referenced as game of the year. It was really an interesting finish. I'm going to kick it for the fact that I don't think the Bills are going to make the playoffs. So how do you call something game of the year with a a team that's, by the end of the season, going to be pretty damn irrelevant? Yeah, but like last year, the game of the year was um, Bills-Vikings. And okay. Like, look at what the Vikings and Bills both did. They got into a playoff. Really did nothing else. At least they got into the playoffs, though. Yeah. I don't think the Bills will. Yeah. Now, I could be wrong. If the Bills go to the playoffs, if the Bills go to the championship game against the Chiefs, then, yeah, we'll look back at that. And then the Eagles go to the Super Bowl. We'll look back at that definitely being game of the year, at least for now, right? But, I mean, as it sits right now with me predicting, I'll kick it. I'll kick it for now. All right. Um, 
Do you can you see the pick or kick us? Let's just go back and forth with these. There's at least one I'm going to have to explain. Maybe more. We'll see what happens. Who cares if this is a long show, right? The only thing that it really hurts is like our one, two things, our listeners' ears and my like sleep time. All right, so you asked me to pick it a kick. I'll ask you one. I'll take some of the weirder ones that I wrote here. Um, the Green Bay coach was stopped by a security guard trying to exit the field at halftime. Did you see that? That was so funny. So he's trying to get out and go to the locker room. And, like, the the security guard, I don't know what was thinking. I never really heard what was said. But he's, like, getting in his way. Like, it, it looked like he thought he was, like, didn't belong in the locker room. It was really funny. And, and Matt LaFleur looked pissed. So, pick it or kick it. The NFL should unite in the trolling of Matt LaFleur and continue to have security guards mess with him every game, even in Green Bay. Pick it. That would be really funny. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I'm glad we have the same sense of humor. All right. Your turn. Pick it or kick it. NFL Sundays are way more boring because so many QBs are hurt. Pick it. Like when I was looking at the games this week, trying to predict what you were going to say the most interesting game or the most meh, boring game, there's so many games that look really dumb right now. And it has nothing to do with, like, teams. There's so many playoff contenders right now that I don't give a crap about. It's just because so many quarterbacks are hurt. It's a down year for quarterback. It's actually hard to tell. Is it a down year for quarterbacks or a great year for defenses? Well, most quarterbacks are hurt. Yeah. so That's why it's hard to say. I yeah. think this is a down year for quarterbacks. And I think it might be down a couple years. But that still makes for fun football because defensive football is really fun to watch. Pick it or kick it. I don't know if you have an opinion on this one, but the way that the Thanksgiving games featured John Madden so much this year was really awesome. Do you care about John Madden? I don't know. I think he's a nice guy from what I've heard and a really cool guy, but I never got to like listen or see him. That's true. I mean, and I wouldn't expect you to have an opinion. I think it would be okay for you to not have an opinion. I'm going to pick it. Um, John Madden, even though he was an ex-Raiders coach, like he was, he just seemed like a super good dude. You never heard anyone say anything bad about John Madden. What I loved about him, though, is listen, listening to him growing up. Like he was the most fun commentator to listen to because he would just say the most random things. It was sort of like all the podcasts that we do, just so random and fun. And like he didn't take football too seriously, and nobody took him too seriously. And it was just like it was a good time for football. And John Madden was a great guy. R.I.P. John Madden. I hope they continue to honor him every single Thanksgiving. Except for the turducken thing. That's gross. Turducken. All right, what do you got? Um, Falcons are currently fourth seed with a 5-6 and six record. Colts are 6-5 and five and currently hold the seventh seed in the AFC. It says pick one, kick one. I know. I changed it up a little bit. So do you know what pick one, kick one means? No. means I have to take the Falcons or the Colts making the playoffs. I have to pick one of them, kick one of them. I was hoping you wouldn't make me do this. I'm going to pick Falcons making the playoffs just because that's how I have that little hope in the it's easier to kick the Colts. So pick the Falcons, kick the Colts. Especially without Anthony Richardson. Yeah. I'll give you a pick one, kick one. Both the Broncos and Texans have impressed under seriously low expectations. Pick one and kick one to the playoffs. You didn't let me finish. You didn't go Texans? Yeah. Even though they lost and the Broncos continue to win? Yeah. You have no faith in the Broncos? They're about to play each other. I know. And I believe in the the C.J. Stroud-Lev offense more than the Russ Red offense. When I wrote this, I I didn't know you were going to say that. And I think that the defense on the Texans is also better than the Broncos' defense. So I think defense and offense is better. All right, give me that last pick one, kick one. Um, The Packers are now just one game out. The Vikings currently have a seventh. Pick one, kick one to make the playoffs. All right. I'm going to pick the Packers to make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to win this week, but I do think they're playing decent ball enough. I think people have kind of figured out Josh Dobbs. He was a fun, he was a really fun storyline for a while, but now there's film on him, and that's just what kind of happens in the NFL. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to pick the Packers. You're welcome, Uncle Chris, and I'm going to kick the Vikings. What about Seahawks? Do you think the Vikings and the Packers get over the Seahawks? The Seahawks, well, right now the Seahawks are in and the Vikings. The Seahawks have the same record as the Vikings. 
Yeah. Okay. So do you think that the Seahawks would get kicked out while the Vikings and Packers are both in? Inter- I don't see that happening. I think that's really hard to predict two teams in the same division outwinning the Seahawks. I, it could happen, but I think the Seahawks will make it barely, and I think the Packers will make it barely. That that's where my that's where my gut is right here. All right, pick it or kick it. Frank Wright was the most recent coach to be fired. So wait. That's, that was true. You don't have to pick or kick that. That happened. So pick or kick this. The next coach to be fired will be Brandon Staley of the Chargers. Uh, probably. I mean, I think they it. win this week. If they lose this week, though, if the Chargers lose to the Patriots, that guy's got to be done. So people say that Justin Herbert's, like, top five quarterback. I don't and know then why they say that. Austin yeah. Eckler is said to be... Top five running back. Keenan Allen's pretty awesome too. Yeah. So how are they like? What are they like? Four, four three, seven, or think? God, they suck. Like they how are they so up. bad with those with those three alone? The most awful coaching in the history of coaching. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's go ahead and move on. There's a few more there, but there's one more I want to talk about. I saved it to the end. That's why it's bolded there. Thanks for noticing that. It has a video. We've been doing some videos today. I've really put a lot of time into this. Uh, prep which isn't that much time but usually i put like seven minutes and this time i put like 12 all right alex smith claps back to tom brady you know tom brady had this kind of disrespectful quote about the mediocrity of today's football and quarterback play especially in football and we just kind of oh yeah i saw it a that. little bit but did you see what um i saw the tom brady i didn't see the did you see what alex I love Alex Smith. What are your feelings of Alex Smith before we listen to this guy? He's pretty cool. I like how he came back after his knee surgery. I watched the documentary. Yeah. So bad. It looks so bad. That's a great it was documentary. Disgusting. If you I think that's an I don't think it's a thirty for thirty. I think it's an E sixty uh, ESPN documentary about Alex Smith. If you haven't seen that, go watch it. It no, is amazing. Don't. You will fall in love with this guy so and gross. his wife and his family. He's Alex disgusting. Smith is Legit. Love that guy. I will always be thankful. This is what Alex Smith had to say to Tom Brady. And, and no offense to you guys, well, all three of you guys, uh, he played in the most uncompetitive division, I think, in NFL history. I mean, <laughs> you come out of training camp, the biggest cupcake division, you got a ticket to the playoffs right away. Like, talk about mediocre. Like, I, I completely disagree with this. I, I know I know he's, he's referencing the rule changes over the middle to the receiver, but... Those are some big red balls by Alex. You can't too far that because are you you can't too far me for the same thing twice. But Alex Smith, what you don't know because you're listening to the podcast, he's sitting right next to Hall of Fame linebacker from the Patriots and not Hall of Fame, but a pretty damn good uh, Jets coach in Rex Ryan. And so the fact that he says that with those two, three present at the table with him takes some big red balls. Pick or kick it. Alex Smith is right. Oh, uh, pick it. This, Absolutely. especially with quarterbacks these days, because you have Patrick Mahomes, who could be better than Tom Brady in the long run. And you have what I was thinking of, like Michael Vick, you know, how he was like the first one to be really good at running and throwing. Sure. We have like two of those right now. Yeah. We have Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts. Lamar's already won a MVP. He's looking like he could do that again. Jalen Hurts, second in MVP voting last year, only behind like the best I okay, I see what part of what he's saying that you're going with, and I like that. I actually had a different idea in mind, but I really like that that you're like defending like the quarterback play of right now. That was cool. What I meant was, and maybe this is unfair for me to ask you because you were you're still a pretty young guy and you're still learning a little bit more about kind of the history of football. But when the Patriots were winning, the other teams were not good. Yeah, like I know in that the Dolphins division, weren't. The Dolphins were garbage. Like. I couldn't name you a quarterback in that division that ever challenged Tom Brady. Couldn't tell you. For 20 years, he was he pretty much got a ticket straight into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And usually a pretty high seed because he wasn't. Now, you could make the case that the Chiefs have a very similar situation right now. Yeah. But... I mean, people say Justin Herbert's this amazing quarterback. Russell Wilson has won a lot of playoff games. And they those are two quarterbacks that we will remember. And then the Raiders back. are like right. above both those teams. Exactly. So I don't think it's as, this the AFC West is as mediocre as the AFC East was under Tom Brady, but good on you for Alex good on you, Alex Smith. Love that guy. Just wanted to give him props. 
I, update on the too far count. I think we both had one. Yeah. Mine so, was worth it. Yours was worth it. Yours was good. I thank you for not busting me on the same thing twice. Uh, let's see. So you are still winning the too far count by one. The current total. We are both doing pretty good, though. I think we're both mm-hmm. kind of afraid of what we'll have to eat because we know what the next punishment is. Yeah. And none of us want to do it. So it looks like I might be doing it. Uh, we might have to do it at the end of the podcast, though, because it might sideline me. Okay. I might not be able to continue to do a podcast after that. So stay tuned to that. Episode 10. We'll do it at the end of episode 10. This is episode 8, so we got two four, two, uh, two more for me to catch up on the too far count. Oh, so there's a lot of podcasts out there that always end the show by telling listeners how to listen to their show. That's stupid. Is it that dumb? Yeah. Is it just me or is that insane? If they're listening to the show, they know how to listen to the show. Yeah. That's dumb. But anyways, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and a kind of SoundCloud. What I learned about SoundCloud is you can only put eight episodes up for free, and I'm not paying a hundred bucks a month for three people to listen to us on SoundCloud. So what I'm going to start doing with SoundCloud is I'm going to put our favorite episodes up there. Anyways, pick it or kick it. It's time we end this damn show. Pick it. Would you stop flexing? Jesus. What are you doing? Are you sad? Yeah. Jealous? Kinda. Yeah, it looks like that mosquito bite looks like it hurts. No, look. That's a, you're jealous. That's a big round muscle. I don't know what to say. You're, you're kind of intimidating. You just got to say too far. Oh. Too far! I'm the dad. But I'm the boss.